phone working? Pretty solid. I think. I mean, I, you tell me. I think it's working I, pretty good. I can hear you. Sweet. Like I said, the the kids got on it and they loudly tested it, and it seemed to work okay. So good. Turning on my. There we go. I have a. I've got a nice little boom arm like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I remember. Yeah. Well, I re- was it yours or Matt's that wouldn't stay put and it was just flopping all over the place. It was Matt's. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's. Matt's was cheap. Except I. Uh, I. I bought them both, so I guess it's on me. Oh, fair. I well, I almost didn't get one because of that. I was going to get something different. You got the handheld deal. That's not a bad situation. It works. I don't it hate works. I don't hate the hands-free capability that I've got going on, but I still feel like I need to touch it. So, yeah, just it's like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands. Okay. It's good though. It feels kind of official. Yeah. So, all right. So, here's so the one- scoop. One thought before we dive into this. Okay. I know in the past on your in in your in your past pod life you haven't had a theme song or an intro song. I object. I'm I'm not saying I know what it is, but I'm saying I know a guy who's good on the piano, maybe could compose a little rip, a little acoustic guitar in there. I don't know. I'm just saying I who's think that? we could do something here. Um okay. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I just, I feel like it's a little bit of a long shot. I think we need to give it Listen, a try. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be ready for the first drop. All right. We I'm can not, ease people into it, but I'm not opposed. I'm just not paying Snoop Dogg royalty fees. Okay. That's what I'm saying, bro. That we, I mean, we got to get creative and do our own jam, but I think we can, I think we can do it. And by we, I mean okay. you. Because I'm not musically gifted yeah. at all. I enjoy the music and I prefer it, but I, I like, just don't have the. <clears throat> I feel like you're stuff. burdening me. Why are you doing this? Okay, fine. We'll get a theme song. It's because leadership sucks. Leadership sucks. That's the name of the podcast. Okay. I'm very excited about this. Okay. I've had this idea for months. Mm hmm. But I've not wanted to do it because it would just be me talking. And I'm like, that's well, kind of lame. Yeah. And that would suck. So I'm I do really think glad. that I do think that this has been a long time coming in terms of the conversations that we've had and, and uh, being able to record and throw them out there for other people to, to yeah, hear too. I think, I mean, maybe it helps somebody. Maybe it only helps us. You never know. Yep. Um, in definitely help in, us in related news, but unrelated news. I now have 620 followers on Twitter. So, dang. Yeah. I don't have the deal. Twitter, <laughs> but I bet. Deal. I bet. I'm working from being a nano influencer to being a micro influencer. I don't think those are things. Yeah, they are. Look them did up. He, did Elon say so? No. It's not an Elon thing. This is worldwide renowned. If you have more than 100 followers, you are a nano influencer. If you have more than 1,000, you're a micro. Seem, I can't tell if you're messing with me because that doesn't seem like a lot of followers. Google, Google it. 
There's 620 I'm, people that, that actually care what I say on Twitter. Dude, I feel like there's 620 people that care what I, what I say too, and I don't even have Twitter. I, I'm not trying to dog you. I'm just saying that, doesn't, dogging that doesn't sound like that many. I'm not who, trying all right, to dog you. Tell me, all right, tell me who's your best – like like who's the, the – uh, Oh, my favorite. Like, like my who's favorite your star follower? Yeah, the my biggest follow that I snatched here right at the new year, Clint mm-hmm. Fior. He's a business broker out of Texas. Shout out to Clint. Dude's killing it in the brokerage game, and he flies airplanes. Okay. Yeah, he's big fan. Like a baller. Yeah, you should look up Clint Fior. He's he is a baller. All right, I'll check it out. But first, I just want to know what Twitter like. What's the average followers? Oh, are you googling it? Because yeah. I have no idea. I bet the average is like 125. Is it that low? I just didn't yeah. know this thing. It's hard. It's hard to get huh. followers. Okay. All right. Roger that. Joel Dill. How many followers did you say you have? Like 620. Okay. I stand corrected because mm. a- according to, to keybiz.it, mm. key4biz.it, so it's definitely, this is some credible stuff. Um Here's Key the fact. Biz. The fact: ninety-three point six percent of Twitter users have less than a hundred followers, while ninety-eight percent of users have less than four hundred. I'm in the top two percent. Meanwhile, a measly one point three five percent of users have more than five hundred. Bro, I, I'm sorry, I dogged you. I say didn't that, realize. Say that last part again. I'm in like the top 1%. one percent. One top two percent. One point. One point. 1.35. I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the top 1.35%. All right. You're a baller. I didn't, I didn't know. Look, is 500 yeah. followers on Twitter a lot? According to the daily.com, 500 followers also, is significant enough that you probably yes. have a group of friends on the service whom you interact with regularly. All the time. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I okay. got some I got some boys on there. Actually, fun, fun little story, and then we can get into why leadership sucks. But okay. uh I've got there's a whole community of uh small business owners and brokers and lawyers uh on there, and they are all super supportive. They help each other out, they shout, mm-hmm. like they send each other deals, they talk about deals, they're super constructive. I've learned more in the last five months just following these guys and interacting with them than I had years before it's it's kind of this little pocket of sunshine inside the hell of internet well yeah i I do love that that that's pretty cool here's the deal with social media for me there's there's some serious benefit to it and and what you just described is exactly that um and i allow the negative impact of it or the negative side of it to ruin it for me because i just can't i i just i struggle with a lot of social media platforms i love linkedin uh, I struggle to to get involved with them though. Oh, uh, how many followers? Know, how many how many followers you got on LinkedIn? Is how it many, bad that I don't know? How many connects? No, it's probably good. It's probably healthier for you. I should look. How many connects you got? I'll have to I'll have to give it a checkeroo here. Um, let's see. Uh, I have seven hundred and thirty followers. Nice. But I'm, like I'm not I'm not really sure what that compared. Yeah, 30. Okay. 
okay there, big dog. Just saying. I was careful to just, not say that because I wasn't 100% sure if that was a lot or not, but I was kind of in the back of my mind comparing it to the 500 Twitter rule there. Yeah. And I thought it was a lot. But then you said 3,600, and now I feel ridiculous. I'm not sure if we're even going to, if this is even going to make it onto the pod. Why not? Because uh, we're just rambling. Okay. Let's, let's, let's talk. Okay. Why, okay. why does leadership suck? People. That's right. People. That's, I mean, let's be honest. We, we, you know, we'll cover a lot of topics. We'll, we'll talk about a lot of different things throughout the course of, of this podcast, uh, not just this episode, but the whole deal. And, and it's always going to relate back to people. And, and I mean, that's just the, the nature of the beast. Leadership is all about people, right? And, and, uh, interacting with people. And so because people are messy, leadership is often messy here's Le- why le- leaders included right like that's oh, that's yeah. partly why it oh, we're the that, that's a large that's a large part why it sucks right is because if if uh leaders could keep their stuff straight all the time it wouldn't it wouldn't quite suck so bad but yeah if if leaders were perfect we'd be fine the thing is is that and this is the whole reason why i wanted to start this podcast okay mm-hmm. so i'm glad you jumped in with me but leadership sucks and nobody wants to talk about it and the reason is, is because everybody thinks they're a leader and everybody wants to dive in and be a leader. And I think it's time that we had some real conversations about some of the hard hardship and the hard times in leadership. And like, it's not all rainbows and unicorns all the time. For like, sure. There's some real challenges that come with being a leader. Everybody wants to be a leader until you are actually you, a leader. Until it's time to lead. Yeah. But yeah. And that's that that's the thing and that's why i was so excited about when you brought this to, brought this up because um you know i i uh actually i got a quote here on my phone that that i'll read to you that kind of sums up what you just said but it's from patrick lencioni and he says whenever i hear someone encourage all young people to become leaders or better yet when i hear a young person say that he or she wants to be a leader someday i feel compelled to ask why if the answer is because i want to make a difference or i want to change the world i get a little skeptical and i follow up with why and in what way do you want to change the world? If they struggle to answer that question, and then I discourage them from becoming a leader because a leader who doesn't know why he or she wants to lead is almost always motiva- motivated by self-interest. Yeah. I think, I think any like, leader that says they want to change anybody who says they want to change the world is motivated by self-interest because you can't change the world. The world is the world. Well, it's just too general, right? Like, yeah, like le- I, think, I think one of the most important things about leadership is, is you, you have to have a clear vision um mm. and 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 it has to be uh something that you have the ability to uh you have to have conviction to, yeah around of the vision right like you can't just be like oh here's my vision and then somebody comes along and goes that's dumb and then you're like mm-hmm. oh well okay i'm going to change my vision it's like i think to be a good leader you have to be convicted on the vision that you have the principles that you have and that you lead by yeah, absolutely. And even then, leadership still sucks. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's it's it doesn't get any easier when you have a vision. Um, it just becomes possible to lead when you have a vision, right? But you know, one thing that that I remember we talked we had this conversation a while back, but um, you made the comment, 
and I can't even remember if we agreed, disagreed, or just agreed to disagree, but you made the comment that that everybody can be a leader, but leadership is more of a choice. Mm. And it's it's whether or not you choose to to pursue that. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, actually I really do. And I was thinking about this the other day. I I I actually still feel that everyone is a leader, whether you recognize it or not, right? Mm-hmm. Because every every well, every parent is leading their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, kids are leading each other in the classroom. You you lead you lead people at work, whether you are their manager or whether you are just really good at your job. Um, I mean, you, sometimes you don't have to be designated into a position of power to actually have influence in other people's life, and that's leading, right? I, that to me, that's mm-hmm. what a leader is: is influence in someone else's life. So. I, I absolutely believe that everyone's a leader. I think most people don't recognize it or don't want to follow through on it mm-hmm. or they, they do for a moment. And then they're like that, that was not fun. And I did not like getting burned because I, I had to be vulnerable and uh, you know, I put myself out there and then I got attacked and now I'm out. So yep. I think that, I think you see that a lot, especially as leaders rise up, they get burned, they get, you know, ridiculed or um, you know, whatever, pain point it is for them and then they they you know punt on their leadership and they just become this glorified head at the top of a structure which is the worst leader um that you can possibly be yeah for sure you know one thing i i think in terms of of leadership sucks and that whole concept i think the the biggest thing you know you asked me why i said people but to to be more specific about that um, leadership sucks because your job is to maintain accountability for, of people. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that requires uncomfortable conversations. That's the hardest part because a, a good leader will knows how to navigate through uncomfortable, critical conversations and situations. So that's a good question or, or follow up. I mean, can you be a leader if you don't hold some accountability? Can you be a leader if you don't like to have crucial conversations? It's a house of cards, bro. You can't, you, you can lead people for a while that way to a point. Yes. But you, you are setting yourself and those who are following you up, up for failure. If, you know, if, if you have, um, if you have somebody who is underperforming or if you see something that is affecting their ability to do their job well and you don't speak up, that will eventually, not not immediately, but that will eventually come around to be a bigger and bigger problem, right? And, yeah. and you know, one thing that I found and, and I have, uh, my professional career is still young, but uh, I've had the opportunity to lead in some different capacities and I, I have found on a couple different occasions that I failed to have a critical conversation with somebody who, who I needed to. And by the time I was ready and I attempted to do it, it was too far gone. And, and, you know, I, 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 in, in one case, mean, I, I lost a person. Yeah. Um, what do you mean too far gone though? Like the, the, I mean, the I, uh, time so, had passed or like you had lost influence. You'd lost the ability both, to speak to the person. Both dude. So what one one instance that haunts me, man, is is uh, I had uh, somebody in my reporting structure who they their behavior wasn't 
up to the standard that that we expected. And Mm -hmm. rather than having that conversation right out of the gate when it was recognized and saying, hey, man, we hold a different standard here. What you did there was was unacceptable Mm -hmm. and you're capable of better. Right. Um, You know, that 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 moment of discomfort could have um, stopped a domino effect or a snowball effect, really, that that culminated eventually in um, an attitude and, and that that got so out of hand to the point where uh, it created an, an incident where we had to let that person go. Right. Man, yeah. And 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 like I like I said, it haunts me knowing that we lost a good guy um, and the, the decision was made. Be, you know, it, it was justified because of what happened. But what happened could have been corrected mm. uh, if, if we were brave enough to have the conversation that needed to be had. Yeah, that's tough, and and especially to f- sit there and feel like you are are responsible. Like you could have went and had the conversation, right? Yeah, and bro. Then you didn't, and then you're going, man. What if now? There's a chance, and this is what sucks about leadership. There's a chance you could have that conversation, and still, like, you could have sure. had it at a better time. Still could have lost a dude, right? Because because that person still makes their own choices. They still do their own crap right yeah i mean yeah you're you're absolutely right but not having had the conversation you have to as a leader wear wear that right um if you have the conversation you know here this is a good example why leadership sucks even if you have that conversation and they they continue to make poor choices and you still lose them to a certain extent a a good later leader will still wear that Still Not, wear it, like own the responsibility of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What yeah, could I have done differently? Fair. What What should I have done differently? Yeah. Not Not and, that you could have, but you're and, still going to explore that, and you should. Yeah. And then you hope you uh, hope you have another chance in the future to to maybe make that one better, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. So, um, okay. So this is this is exactly what you're gonna get. If you want to listen to Leadership Sucks, we're going to talk about some leadership concepts. We're going to talk about why they're often difficult, why being a leader sucks most of the time. We might sprinkle in some feel-good stories every once in a while of some wins, but I think most times when Caleb and I have gotten together and talked, we've got more war stories of times when leadership has not gone well, okay? Uh, So for everyone that's maybe listening for the first time, Here's a little bit of a of an overview. Caleb and I are brothers. Um, we uh, we are pretty close and have been close, and we've you know this has been an iron sharpens iron relationship for a lot of years. Uh, I've won the only fist fight that we ever had, which nobody believes. It uh, wasn't refereed, and nobody witnessed it. But I won, and and so anyway. At the end of the day, we're, we're brothers and we we lean into each other. So I, I hope this is a lot of fun. Uh, Caleb, why don't you give a little bit of background about just kind of where you're at professionally, what you're doing, and just kind of the, the leadership role that you're currently in without, okay, cool. you know, you don't, you don't got to give any specifics, right? Okay, cool. So uh, kind of where I'm at right now, I actually, straight out of college, my first uh, big boy job was in sales, uh, actually. So um that experience in, in sales, I, I would argue this is I'm going to go down a rabbit hole just real quick. I would argue that that every every person uh, 
before they they get they they start out their career their long-term career they need to work in sales they need to work in service and they need to work for a bad boss in any one of those right those are those were big things for me um for for me i worked in sales and that's a go ahead joel i i I sense sense you've got well i feel like you did all three of those things in your first job you were in sales well you were working for a bad boss and but see, here's the deal. The I shouldn't. Thing? I shouldn't say bad boss because okay, I've got along really well with all my bosses. I've worked for a tough boss. That's true, for sure, for sure. You've worked um, with some of the toughest bosses. Yeah, we. I mean, we've always got along, but but yeah, I mean, I guys, um, a a demanding boss, a tough boss. You know, um, somebody that that uh, makes you that challenges you a little bit, right? So I, I digress. I got my first job in sales. That was formative for me because I, I learned a lot of tough lessons and I, I spent three little, almost four years doing that. And uh, Joel and I grew up around the oil and gas industry. So that's, it's kind of in our blood. It, it was a passion for me. I got a degree in English and I still found my way back to oil and gas. That's just, um, you know, it's kind of, kind of what we wanted to do and, and what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be. So we, I, I, got a job in oil and gas as a as an operator in 2017 and worked my way into a, a su- supervisory position uh supervising hourly employees and then uh, a couple years ago i worked into a, a new position where i'm at right now where i i actually supervise a group of supervisors so i i've got some experience in in a few different uh types of, of management and and you know you best believe that managing hourly employees is a lot different than managing supervisors. And I'm learning that, uh, in, in a lot of ways, the hard way. And, and it's, it's created a lot, of, a good foundation for me in, in terms of, of leadership and understanding, uh, you know, the best way to go about things. And I, I feel like I've learned a lot of hard lessons early. And that's one reason why, why I wanted to do this with Joel's because I feel like I've got, I've got some stuff that I, I, feel like i could share and and people would benefit from from yeah man i I think you and i both but i I definitely know you've been through some things that is not typical for uh for someone who's you know early on in their their leadership also anyone who manages uh oil and gas field employees shout out to you because you're doing hard work Mm -hmm. i think that's one of the toughest industries they do hard work, man, and they know it. It's true. Uh, yep. They they yep. take a lot of pride in it. So, uh, okay, yep. so a little bit on then on my side. So I uh, I went to school, got an engineering degree, came out of school and started working um, for an oil and gas company uh, down in Colorado, and uh, and so worked for a little over a dozen years uh, in oil and gas, and um, worked my way up uh, into at the end of it, I was a director level. Um, at, uh, so managing some some supervisors, managers. Um, I always love Craig Rochelle. You know, he's like, "Hey, become a leader, then become a leader of leaders, and then become a leader of leaders leading leaders." And so, you know, I always think about that progression as as I kind of uh, rose up. Uh, I got to see some pretty unique things. Our, um, I was part of a company that went through bankruptcy, and then uh, uh, got a lot of exposure to that. We were a pretty small company, and then we flipped around, and uh, and and within uh, three years of our bankruptcy, uh, coming out of bankruptcy, we 
kicked off uh, $3.5 billion in mergers and acquisitions. So went from the lowest of the low to the highest of the high. And then um, recently, this last year, got transitioned out of that organization, um, which is a great thing for me. And I've kind of been doing some entrepreneurial things. So uh, you'll probably hear me. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of purchasing a laundromat right now. Uh, I've got some oil and gas minerals that we've picked up and I got my first check on that today. So I was pretty stoked about that. Bro, uh, I didn't fun, know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why we're talking tonight. So funny story. Okay. Hold on. Shoot. On the, on the minis, on the minerals. So I hadn't heard anything. The from minis. One of the, the minis. Yeah. From one of the, that's what, so it's the mat and the minis. The mat and the minis. Is that a, is that a, a Joel Dill original or is that a thing? I think that's all I me. I don't. I mean. All right, cool. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop minis. minis. I'm gonna yeah. drop minis in a meeting. I just didn't know if I needed to be prepared to got, explain that or got the minis. I think you probably need to be prepared to explain that because I think that's just me. Okay, but you I'm knew still, what I was talking I'm still, about. I'm still gonna do it. Yeah, dude. So get this. So yesterday, I so I purchased these back in the fall. And then once all the deeds got recorded, then I reached out to the operators and was working on changing inter interest ownership. Well, I hadn't heard anything back from one of the companies and I was like, what is going on? But then again, it's the holidays. So, okay. So I waited and finally yesterday, I, I hadn't heard anything back from them still. So I, and I did, it had been, I reached out in early November. Right. So I call them up I'm like, Hey, what, you know, just kind of curious. And they're like, well, if you received the automated response, then we definitely received the email. And I'm like, okay, but you know, feel like I would get a response or some movement one way or the other. Long story short, the IT department had marked all of my uh, emails as spam, as phishing. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, but then lo and behold, I got a check today from them. So I did you call, did you call to ask about the minis? And then they were like, there's no way this guy's serious. And they just sent your email straight to junk and moved that on. That might've been maybe in my email. I was like, give me the minis. This, and then, this effing guy just I want them, asked I want about the, the minis. minis. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, uh, so I, I've, I've done some entrepreneurial things and then, uh, just starting this last week, I stepped into a leadership role at a, at a dirt work, uh, earthwork uh, excavating company. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that and learning the ropes. Um, They're totally overwhelmed. So Joel, so are you familiar with a dude named Aaron Witt in, uh, or build wit? Well, I actually have a, yeah. So funny that you mentioned it. Somebody reached out and was like, Hey, check out build wit. Um, mm -hmm. we have a demo, we have a demo with them next week on Tuesday. Sweet. He's a target for me to get on this show. Aaron Witt, if this lands on your ears, I'm coming like coach. Oh, well, Prime. If I... Wow. I'm coming. I got my luggage and it's Louie. Also, I mean, I've got a list, man. And, and I'm not, I'm not a scared. Well, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna reach out and we're gonna, we're going to get some people on this show. This will take off, and it'll take a while. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about leadership with Tim Tebow. I'm coming. Wow, Nathaniel Hackett. I'm oh, coming. stop! We're not doing Hackett. We're we're getting Hackett on. You want it? It's too if soon. You want one person that can talk about why leadership sucks? Nathaniel Hackett. It's, I'm coming. It's too soon. He's he's created deep wounds in me. I, I listen. Can't do it. Listen. I think I would do Dion before Hackett. Coach Prime. I'm coming. I've got my luggage. I'm, 
It ain't about the bread. I got that. I'm telling you, listen, my, this is my challenge to us. We, I want, I want Tim Tebow on this show. Wow. And I want him to, I, I, I I don't believe he's capable of saying that anything sucks. Oh, and he's going to have to say leadership sucks. He will. He'll say leadership sucks. We'll see. He, I bet, I bet he'll be more like, well, sometimes it's hard, but it's not. Actually, that's not how it should be. I don't think he's capable of speaking that. He's just, he's always too excited. And that's why I think he's awesome. You know who I want? Tim Tebow, I'm coming. Dan Orlovsky. Can we get Dan Orlovsky? I'm coming. Can we get Danny O on here? He'd be fun. Is uh, is Danny O the one that that let himself out the back of the end zone? Yep. 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 That's the one. Okay. Okay. He doesn't he doesn't like it when you bring that up, so you probably just blew all of our chances, but yeah, I yeah. Should have thought that through. But it's okay. I mean, come on. He's gotta be able to laugh about it now. He does, yeah. He's he actually is pretty Do you pretty know funny. him? I feel like I do. I feel like I, I do. I'm gonna ask him if he'll come on and talk about why leadership sucks. Yeah, listen. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight, but that's what no. that's that is our vision. That's that's yep. what that's what I want this to turn into because I want this to be um, not okay. just us talking, but I I want this to be us being able to to gain knowledge and growth from yeah. mentors and other people, right? And and yeah. and um, I think that this is a good platform and for uh, this can be a good platform for people to come on and and share some stories and and share yeah, some I insight agree. that that everybody can grow from. Okay. That's that's the vision. Okay, really quick. Really quick. Let's talk about DeMar Hamlin. But in the leadership sucks department, how awful was Monday night for Coach Sean McDermott? You know, I read something today that, uh, well, I think I didn't read it. I watched Zach Taylor's press conference, and he was like, Hey, the first thing that Coach McDermott said was, "I got to, I got to be with. I can't be coaching this. I got to be with Demar in in the hospital." Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that was great leadership by both coaches. I was I just going to say, you know, it's for, great for... leadership, but there was nothing about it that was good. There was nothing no. about it that night that was enjoyable. I mean, everybody thought they just watched somebody die on the field. That's, I mean, that's the well, epitome somebody, of leadership sucks, yeah. right? When, somebody did. Zach, well, they did twice. When, I mean, I can't even believe that DeMar Hamlin's alive. I'm, I, I mean, if you want to talk about the power of prayer, the whole yep. nation was praying for DeMar Hamlin Monday night. Yep. And yep. that's might be the only reason he's alive. That, that was crazy. But I'm just saying that was true leadership and it sucked. Yeah. When, well, when Sean and- McDermott signed up to be the coach of the Buffalo Bills, he didn't ever think he was going to have to lead 53 men grown men crying in a locker room watching one of their brothers you know collapse on well, the and I think that was crazy that, that's a that's a perfect example of you know like that Sean, Sean McDermott is and and Zach Taylor did the same thing man like leadership goes so far yeah. beyond a job description it it's not you know um he is a football coach but but what happened and and how he responded had nothing to do with football, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and he made, I, what I feel like 
for him seemed to be a an easy decision, right? It's like, hey, football both doesn't matter guys, anymore, right? Both but of those guys, it was very obvious what they were doing. Like there was, it was very obvious to us they weren't playing football. Yeah, um, but it says a lot about their, you know, their leadership. That yeah. that it wasn't a question, man. It was, hey, yeah. f- football is not important at this juncture, right? And that's, um, it 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 was it was a a great that part of it was great to watch. Um, yeah. the, you know that that reaction and that support, that immediate support, um, you know. You know, of one coach to another, one leader to another was yep. pretty impressive to watch. Yep. Yep. And the way that they both handled the whole situation, the way they gathered their guys around, the way that they got everybody off the field, the way they interacted afterwards, like that was, that was leadership. That's mm-hmm. what you, what, what you need. That's what you as a follower need. You need somebody that's going to stand up strong, but, uh, but man, there's nothing about that. That was glamorous. That, that sucked. That well, sucked. So- you don't, Sometimes, you know, the one of the sucky parts about leadership is is you a lot of times will have to make um, a, an unpopular decision. Right. Mm. And and at that point, um, you know, it, we're calling the game. We're done. We've got more important yeah. things to do. And and not I mean, I think I think everybody agreed that was the right thing to do. Right. And that For in sure. that case, For but sure. when we're when we're talking leadership in, in general, um, sometimes you have to look at the, look at what's in front of you and, and make an unpopular decision and, and, you know, roll with it. Right. And that's what yeah. they did. You know, they yep. they they made a, a quick decision and, and got their teams off the field. And yeah, I they, just they saw, did the right thing. I just saw the NFL announce they're not going to continue that game. That game will not resume. Which okay, talk about an unpopular decision because look at the impact okay that with it. has, right, dude? Me too. It's the right decision, and well, I, I want to be clear is, in saying that. But both but. teams, both teams were fighting for the number one seed. Now you have the Bills at a clear disadvantage. How are you going to make them squeak in another game? That the winner of that game could be the number one seed. I think you just leave it off. They're going to have one less game than everybody else, and that's. I mean, they yeah. went through one game that nobody else did, so yep. I'm good with it. Yeah, I don't see how you. I mean, yeah, how do you fit it in without making you those can't. teams play two games a weekend or something? Which you can't and really. You do. can't do that. No, no. And I mean, you just you just kind of have to play it out. So, yeah. Um, all right, buddy. I think this is a good first foray into it. Yep. Okay. Uh, we'll be back. Caleb's going after all kinds of guests. So, I I Give would. Me. Yeah, Give me time. He is sliding into the DMs. Watch out. Okay. I'm uh, coming. Thank, thanks for doing this with me, buddy. I love you. Thank you. Love you, man. Okay. Have a good night. Talk to you later, everybody. Later.